Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our service this morning from the Burnham Benefice for this Sunday, the 23rd of May, which is the Feast of Pentecost. Our service will begin after some introductory music. of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you and also with you. And we say our prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God the Father forgives us in Christ and heals us by the Holy Spirit. Let us therefore put away all anger and bitterness, all slander and malice, and confess our sins to God, our Redeemer. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And the collect for this Sunday, Pentecost. 
God, who, as at this time, didst teach the hearts of thy faithful people, by sending to them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort. Through the merits of Christ Jesus our Saviour, who liveth and reigneth with thee, in the unity of the same Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Our first lesson is taken from Ezekiel, chapter 37, starting at the first verse. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Model, can these bones live? I answered, O oh Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I have been commanded and as I prophesied suddenly there was a noise, a rattling and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked and there were sinews on them and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy, and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is from Acts chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, 
and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we can hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon to blood, before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And our Gospel comes from uh, John's Gospel, chapter 15, beginning at verse 26. Jesus said to the eleven, 
When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning, because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because they do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer. About judgment, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said, that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just for a little while, Anna came to our church as an intern. She'd left school only recently. She was rather quiet. But at the same time, she was quite sure that she wanted one day to be a priest. Prayerful determined, shy, but so confident of her faith. I asked her, how have you come to know God so well? She looked at me rather puzzled. My question made almost no sense at all to her. And in essence, her answer was, well, it just happened. Michael Lunig is an Australian cartoonist and he explains in a book written by Rowan Williams called The Edge of Words. He explains that as a child he first understood God from his parents as they were wandering around the house and they might say things like, Where in God's name is the hammer? To which Mrs Lunig would often reply, God only knows! Which leaving aside any special prescience about hammers, suggests that God is mysterious and inexplicable. At least, that's how Michael perceived it. So Anna and Michael Lunig start from the same place. They run out of language to explain what their experience of God has been. Now the disciples were all together in one place, drawn together by their belief in Jesus, in his teaching, suffering, resurrection and ascension. Together, all in that one place, they experienced something that they could not easily describe, but which excited them, which they shared totally, and the power of which 
drew them to outdo themselves, giving us that unforgettable picture of, picture of Peter, a simple Galilean fisherman, speaking eloquently and persuasively to a crowd of international visitors to Jerusalem. The crowds gathered at the sound of the wind, and each one of them heard the disciples speaking unto them. Uplifted by their experience, the disciples, probably 120 or so, were all talking about the same thing, the wondrousness of God that they had personally, individually felt and known. Now those Parthians, Medes, Elamites and all the others that Francis had to speak about all came with different understandings of God. The starting points were and are also individual. Anna's and Lunig's, mine and yours are not the same. And it is really difficult to explore because we run out of words to convey the, indefin convey the indefinable. It is altogether too complex for a single moment of truth. Which is why we need and have the Holy Spirit. We cannot work from Lunig's parents, God only knows, nor from Anna's, it just happens. We need God to be shown to us personally, continually, and from where we are. When the Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth, said Jesus, as we heard a moment ago in John's Gospel. We often talk at Pentecost about the miracle of speaking many languages, but perhaps the real miracle is of the many hearers. There's a thirst in all of us for knowing, and the Holy Spirit is revealing. God is not waiting silently somewhere for us to discover him. But he actively sent the Advocate, the Counselor, the Paraclete, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit to meet each one of us and to meet us whatever our starting point, whatever our language, to buoy us up, to excite us and to guide us and to know God as well as we possibly can. Amen. This morning we're going to use a responsive creed. The answer to the questions are We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Father, source of all being and life, the one for whom we exist? We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Son, who took our human nature, died for us and rose again? We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Holy Spirit, who gives life to the people of God and makes Christ known in the world? We believe and trust in him. This is our faith. We believe and trust in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord above, on this day, the birthday of your church on earth, 
We pray that we may recover the excitement of the first disciples for spreading your word and that we may be able to communicate that enthusiasm in everything we do, not being hampered or constrained by worldly matters, but by being empowered by your Holy Spirit to overcome them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for the relations between Israel and Palestine, taking account of the story of oneness described in the accounts of the coming of the Holy Spirit. We pray for all efforts which are taking place at mediation and towards fostering mutual understanding. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, as concern mounts over the new Indian variant of the Covid virus, we pray for your hand to be upon the tracking and the containment of this outbreak, such that we may continue our return to what we now think of as a post-lockdown world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord and Father of all, we thank you for the feeling of well-being here in our villages and along our coast. We thank you for the increasing confidence of our vaccinated population and especially for the benefits that this is bringing to the lonely. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who are ill, people who may be ill in mind, or in body, or in spirit. And we ask you, Lord, to be with them. And those we know in this benefice, in particular, we pray now for Nora and John and Jill. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we give you thanks for those who we love but no longer see. We ask you to give us that confidence we need to be certain that they are at peace and at safe and at rest with you. And in particular, we pray today for the friends and family of Frida Harley, whose funeral will be this coming Friday. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O oh God, who has blessed the Universal Church, we pray that you will sow abroad in every race and nation your gift of the Holy Spirit, that the work performed at the first preaching of the Gospel may be spread throughout the whole world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we close by saying the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
And so we come to our blessing. May the Spirit of Truth lead you into all truth, give you grace to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and strengthen you to proclaim the word and works of God. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.